Welcome into A to Z Sports Primetime on this Thursday evening. If you're new to the show, I'm your host, Buck Rising. I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by the fine people at the law offices of Amanda J. Gentry. AmandaJGentry.com, that's where you go to get your constitutional rights protected wherever justice demands with the law offices of Amanda J. Gentry. And TrueMath Fitness in the Gulch, get the best workout in Middle Tennessee, a new way to work out for the new you. TrueMathFitness.com, where you go for your first workout free. So your Two Rivers Ford take is going to be an easy one. What is your expectation for the Titans on offense this season? Uh, you look at all the different areas. Uh, you look at all the different areas that this team is going to have to kind of prove themselves this year, right? We understand that they cannot, you know, have an offense that leads the league in three and outs again. And I want to know what is one thing that you definitively know about the Titans offense heading into week one expectations are what they are, but what do you definitively know about this group? We'll talk about it together. Uh, I think that the, uh, I think that when you look at all the different things that this offense has, that Tim Kelly stands to provide that the addition of Deandre Hopkins could make a difference. What is one thing you definitively know about this football team on that side of the football right now? We'll talk about it together right after I remind you that your two rivers for take is of course made possible by two rivers Ford. Go to Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet. Quality American-made Ford vehicles, award-winning customer service. That's what they offer you. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. Powered by Ford, driven by people. So what's one thing you definitively know? Mo Francois says the offense will be explosive, similar to 2020 or better. So Mo is alleging, and listen, Mo, you're allowed to feel however you want to feel, but I do want to remind you, because potentially you may have forgotten, 2020 is the best offense in the history, or not the history of the Titans franchise, but in the Titans era. So in 20, this will be the 25th year of Titans, quote unquote, football, right? They've been around since 1960 with the Houston Oilers. But in 2020, they were the best offense in the history of the Tennessee Titans. So I'm going to say that it's probably not going to exceed that. You don't have anybody like, uh, you don't have anybody like um, AJ Brown. You don't have Corey Davis. You don't have that offensive line group. That was Derrick Henry two years ago. That was the 2000 yard season. So it's the most productive offense in the history of the Titans in the 20, I guess that would have been 22 years at the time of the Titans, but you think that they are going to be as good, if not better. Now, I would say that's a pretty high standard to hold them, especially given that your offense was wretched across the board last year in a variety of different ways. You had wide receivers then. You do have better, you have decent wide receivers now, but they're not better than the collection of offensive players you were trotting out at the time. So I'm, you'll, you'll forgive me if I'm uh, a little uh, hesitant on the, uh, Hesitant on that. Bryce Erickson says, damn, Buck, tell your girl you're on the air or put it on vibrate. Yeah, that's my gambling group text. That's how you know college football is back. I apologize. I don't know how to, I don't know how to, uh, it's on my laptop. So I don't know how to stop the texts on my laptop. Uh, and so I anticipate that that's going to be a problem throughout the course of this evening's show. Anyway, so uh, definitively know, what do we definitively know about this offense? Well, what I definitively know 
about this offense is that regardless of playmakers, regardless or play callers, regardless of play callers, that Derrick Henry is still on the roster and Mike Vrabel is the head coach. So what I know about this team is that they're going to consistently run the football. They're going to consistently try to establish the run, but you don't really need to establish the run if you're the Tennessee Titans because the run is established when Derrick Henry is out there on the field. Now, the the questions that I have is, all right, deployment. How are you going to get more creative with the players that you have? I don't think uh, I don't think uh, Amar is offering me advice on to on how to uh, mute my text messages. Let me see if I can do that. Hopefully, this doesn't shut the uh, primetime program down. Um, maybe that worked. Maybe it didn't. I don't know. We'll find out together. But uh, I think that the uh, I think that the offense for the Titans is going to still obviously be run heavy. Now, personnel deployment is my question. I don't think you're taking anything away from the roster construction. I don't think that seven wide receivers and three tight ends on an on an initial 53-man roster is something that clearly and obviously tells you that the Titans are going to, for example, spread it out, go with a more pass-heavy personnel group. That's not a circumstance that I think you can discern from a roster before you actually see them play. It's going to be a couple of, I would say a couple of games. First and foremost, it's going to be a couple of games before the Tennessee Titans. We can actually tell who they are on offense. I don't think it's going to look like it did in Houston. There may be some things from Houston with Tim Kelly that he, that he implements. There's going to be some things that he didn't run in Houston because the personnel is different. He doesn't have Deshaun Watson. He doesn't have, oh, who was the running back at the time there for the Houston Texans? Uh, uh, Hopkins was there for a time, Brandon. Uh, no, I guess it wasn't Brandon Cooks. It was, oh, Will Fuller. Uh, Will Fuller. Who was the running back for those Texans teams? That's going to drive me crazy. Either way. Point being, Houston Texans Tim Kelly is not Tennessee Titans Tim Kelly because the rosters are not the same. Lamar Miller, thank you. Uh, dog versus face. Roy L. Wright says Alfred Blue. I forgot about Alfred Blue. What a callback. LSU running back, I'm pretty sure Alfred Blue. But either way, uh, I think that this is going to look different. Now, deployment is the place that I look for it to look be the most different, and I think explosive plays are something that is going to be manufactured. Um, but for the for the purposes of the Tennessee Titans, I think that what I know about them definitively is what I continue to know about them is that as long as Derrick Henry's on the roster and as long as Mike Vrabel's the head coach, you're going to see a pretty heavy allocation towards the running back position. A to Z Sports Primetime is presented by the law offices of Amanda J. Gentry. Wherever justice demands is where Amanda J. goes. She is going to put you in position to succeed. She's going to protect your constitutional rights, particularly your constitutional right to be a father to your children. Amanda J. Gentry and her team are there to help you. In Tennessee family and criminal courts in 35 counties in the state of Tennessee, they know what they're doing. They're the best in the business. AmandaJGentry.com is where you go. So looking at the situation for the Titans roster and the Titans offensive personnel at this point, you know that Nick Westbrook-Akina is probably going to see his. Uh, Nick Westbrook-Akina is probably going to see. <laughs> yeah, the texts are at. I, I don't know what to do about the text, guys. Uh, I wish that I could uh, offer you a solution, but now you. 
<laughs> now, now you know what it's like to have my phone on a regular basis because this shit is 24-7, and for some reason I can't figure out how to turn it off on my laptop. So we're going to soldier on and try and get a <laughs> – Bert is texting me, read my texts, you have to. No, Robert, I'm not. You're not helpful. Otherwise, we're going to do it together. Stop contributing to the problem. It's not the rule on the primetime show. It's only the rule on the radio show. The primetime show has no rules, thank God. Either way, I think as you look at the uh, the offensive personnel group, I think that there's a lot to be confident in. The thing that's holding you back the most is obviously the offensive line group. The offensive line group is going to be the biggest question mark. It's going to be the biggest problem consistently throughout the course of the season. It's the weakest position group on the roster, uh, indisputably. So for the purposes of that, they're going to go as far as the offensive line goes or as the offensive line will allow them to go. And, uh, you know, it's like the text messages. Are they going to be held back by the text messages? Is the, is the Titans offense going to be <laughs> held back? Uh, held back by their offensive line group. Dylan Cole says, Bert, stop texting Buck. I wish it was Bert at this point. That's literally just my phone. It's just going to keep going. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's unfortunate. Like I said, this is never a problem. I don't know. I don't know what settings I've hit on my laptop because my, my phone is always like that. But to this extent, it's a little bit ridiculous. Uh, Marvin on Facebook live asks me, how do I like the inside linebacker depth? Um, you know, I don't necessarily... I like Aziz Alshair. I like Ben Neiman as his backup. I think Jack Gibbons is going to have some limitations. And Luke Gifford, to the best of my knowledge, is basically just a special teamer. Now, I don't know how I don't know how long Otis Reese is going to be on the active roster and how often he'll get opportunities. Should he play? I'm curious to see what he looks like. And, and it was, you know, it was a good sign for Otis Reese that he made the initial 53. But he's a converted safety. Um, and I think that there's going to be a bit of a learning curve for him, and that's fine. But uh, I think that on the whole, you have a decent position group, and at least in Alshair, I think a, a top half of the league starting inside linebacker. I think he's uh, going to really thrive in his opportunities here. Ryan Kennedy says, why the heck do they keep Monty Rice? I mean, why not? He's on, on a rookie contract. He's not expensive. He's a third-round pick. Um, he plays special teams. So, you know, what's, what's, I, I don't understand, like, just because he's not a starter doesn't mean that he can't be depth, right? Not, a, not every player is going to find their way on the field. And Monty Rice is not a problem by any stretch of the imagination. He's not a malcontent. He's not a roster issue. So, uh, you know, I mean, why, why cut him, I guess would be my question uh, to your responses to why would you keep him? I don't understand why on earth you would feel it necessary to cut him. Uh, right now, how are we feeling about the secondary this year? I don't want to go through the entire, we're, we're talking a lot of, we're talking a lot of defense. I don't want to go through the entire roster. And, and you guys just asked me how I feel about the entire roster. We have all season to do that. He's never available. He hasn't been available. Uh, yeah, he plays special teams. Like, uh, he's, you know, so you're just going to cut Kyle Phillips is a, is not available. You're just going to cut a player in his second year. What is Monty Rice? Monty heading into his third. Uh, I just, you know, <laughs> what it's, it's like making the argument to, to um to trade Malik Willis why would you trade Malik Willis when you've got quarterback depth on your roster why would you you know it's like the Eagles why would you trade Andre Dillard last year if you've got offensive line depth this is not something that you should just throw away because a player was not available for two preseason games I don't think it's that deep I think you're being a bit dramatic at this point 
Uh, Pastor Raymond Little says, looking forward to seeing Tim Kelly lead this offense. I'm, I'm just curious to know what it's going to look like. I'm, I'm legitimately fascinated. I don't think we'll know. You know, I don't think we'll have a good gauge on it. I know people will draw conclusions out of week one and draw conclusions out of week two, and there'll be overreactions, all these things. I'm going to, I'm going to save like any strong opinions about what they are until probably October. Uh, I think by the Ravens game, we'll have a pretty good idea of who they are and what they're trying to accomplish and how they're looking to go about doing it. But roster moves, there were a ton of roster moves over the course of this afternoon. I want to ask you which the, uh, which roster move you thought was the most notable today facebook youtube twitter and on twitch we'll talk about it together right after i remind you that the primetime show is made possible by true math fitness in the gulch get the best workout in middle tennessee a new way to work out for the new version of you true math fitness is the place that you go to get your workout in to improve your physical fitness to improve your general health true math fitness is there to serve They are offering your first workout free as a Middle Tennessee resident. No workout is ever recycled or repeated, whether that's personal training, their group classes, or you go and use their facility as you like with one of their membership options. TrueMavFitness.com is where you go to sign up today. So looking at the roster transactions, there was a ton of them, right? And this is is how it goes this time of year. That's why I always, always, always remember when it comes to roster cutdown day, it's the initial roster, not the definitive roster because there's always going to be changes. Hell, there were changes uh, twenty-four within 24 hours and less than 24 hours to that initial 53-man roster. So of all the different transactions they made today, and I'll uh, give you the full rundown, signed back to the active roster, Corey Levin. They brought Corey Levin back right after cutting him, less than 24 hours after cutting him. They signed Travis Gibson, who was an absolute terror against them in the preseason game from the Chicago Bears. Practice squad, they brought Cade York on, which we knew was uh, in the works, uh, having been reported on, I believe, yesterday by, uh, I can't remember who reported that news, but either way, uh, Cade York on the practice squad, former Browns draft pick. Cal Phillips placed on IR officially. They waived Justin Murray, the tackle from the active roster, and Sam O was officially released from the practice squad. Now, uh, you know, Gibson is the new addition here. He's, uh, Gibson and Cade York are the two that haven't been here before. Um Former fourth-round pick in Cade York, 24-32 as a rookie for the Browns. Not great, but, you know, looking for opportunity, and certainly here it will be available to him. Gibson uh, was a fifth-round pick back in 2020. He's had a decent career for the Bears. 6'4", 263. I think he can be their Demarcus Walker, their their Mario Edwards this year as a kind of depth uh, defensive lineman slash outside edge-rushing guy the way that Danico Autry kind of rushes from the inside and from the outside at times. I think that Gibson can be his his backup there. They don't really have that type on the roster right now because they kept Caleb Murphy and he's not a down defensive lineman the way that this guy is. So I think that that's a, a nice addition. I think that you know they were certainly as impressed as the rest of us were uh, in the preseason game that they played against him, and that is a notable addition. But which was the most notable to you? Uh, let's see. Definitely Gibson says, uh, it's Gip, G-I-P, not G-I-B, Gibson, uh, Gibbons, G-I-B, Gibson, G-I-P-S-O-N. That's the new edge rusher. Uh, edge rusher. Tafari says, am I satisfied with the 53-man roster? I mean, yeah, it's fine, right? You know, I, uh, there's nothing that I took great issue with, I would say. There was nothing that 
like angered me necessarily. There wasn't anything that I had an overwhelmingly strong opinion about. Um, Goku says last Thursday without Thursday night football, you're not watching football on a Thursday night. There's all kinds of football all over the place, but yes, this is the last Thursday without NFL football. You are correct there. Um, with all these moves, is there still one roster slot open says Mel, but no, they are at 53 right now. Uh, Gibson for sure says Torrance low key Morrison. That's his, uh, most important addition. I'd say that Kate York is a pretty important one. Now they have Nick Folk. Nick Folk's going to be the kicker, but they've kind of fortified themselves with Kate York and given them an opportunity to have a kicker plan into the future with Nick Folk being, you know, almost 40. In clean slate was part of it. Um, just coming somewhere that I could just go and work. Um, I mean, multiple things that factored into it. I'm just talking to my agents and stuff like that, but just thought Nashville was a good opportunity to come to a new place. And I mean, it's, it's all working on myself, uh, just getting better every day, coming in here and putting my head down and getting to work. Um, yeah, it's definitely someone I can learn from. Um, but yeah, a lot of patience, but I also, I have no lack of confidence and I have chip on my shoulder and I'm a drive to get better. So, um, just coming here to work. So that's Cade York. I figured out why my text messages stopped because my phone goes on do not disturb at 8.30 and apparently so does my laptop again. I don't know how any of these things work, but that's Cade York speaking with the media. Uh, forgive me if I uh, butcher this name. The last name's Oates. Is it Setau? I, I, I hope I didn't mangle that. It says, Buck, do you think the Titans are an AFC championship contender? <laughs> I don't know, man. It's it's August 31st. <laughs> You know, like, sure, why not? I mean, and I don't I don't mean to be overtly dismissive of the question. I just think that's kind of a, you know, I can tell you whatever you want to hear, right? And you can you can tell yourself that the Titans are AFC championship contenders on August 31st, or you can tell tell yourself that they're not gonna make the playoffs. You can tell yourself whatever you want um on August the 31st. Does it it doesn't mean anything is my larger point. So I mean, do I think they are? I have no idea what they are. You know, I haven't seen them play a football game yet yet this year. Uh, I uh, I think that uh, Alan Jones says, so you're telling us there's a chance. Sure, there's a chance. I'm, I'm happy to tell you that there's a chance. But, you know, for the same reason that I don't do record predictions, I think they're, you know, I think they're fairly useless. I mean, not fairly. I think they are completely useless. If I could do away with anything in sports talk as a medium, it, it would be the, it would be the actions or the uh, the waste of time. I think it's fine if fans want to do it. I think it's cool if you want to go through the go through the schedule with your buddies, pick which games they're going to win and going to lose. But like, you know, to do it for to do it for content, I think is you know just not something that I've ever found to be a productive exercise. William Jones says, "Tell that to Stellman." I do. I tell I, Jared's a friend of mine. I tell Jared all the time that he's everything that I hate about sports talk, <laughs> and I love him to death. I love. I truly. I do. I do love Jared to death. Uh, but he, he is, he is literally the human embodiment of everything that I hate about our industry. <laughs> He's the best. Uh, B friends says, Buck, you're, uh, you're supposed to dope us up and then send us away. Yeah, I don't do that. You know, I like to, I like to be honest with you guys. And if I, if I honestly felt like they were AFC championship contenders on August the 31st, I'd tell you, but you know, they don't have Patrick Mahomes. They don't have. Uh, Josh Allen. They don't have Justin Herbert. They don't have Joe Burrow. They don't have Lamar Jackson. They it's, and I'm not just doing a quarterback thing because of Tannehill. Like I'm, I'm just saying like, 
I I would be comfortable talking about any of those teams in those terms. Hell, half the AFC, I would be comfortable talking about in those terms. But like, not anybody in the AFC South. Uh, you know, we'll see what they end up being, and we've got an entire football season between now and now and then to figure it out. Uh, Eric Castillo says Buck is only in it for content. He literally doesn't care about. It. <laughs> I uh, I mean, let, well. I'm not just in it. I am in it for content because content is how I make money. So you are correct. I'm in it for money. <laughs> you are all, you're almost there. I'm in it for money. Um, and you know, the content as a, as a means to make money. Uh, and so far mortgage payment, you know, we're making the mortgage payment on a regular basis. So shout out to shout out to sports as a job. Uh, XDJ gamer says, Buck, can you shout out the Jags? Why? What have they done to, to deserve being, to, Oh, that's a Jags helmet is your profile picture. You just, you're just wanting a, a little Jags love. I mean, you know, it's what if they've done something worthy of a shout out, then perhaps we'll shout the Jags out. But again, it's also August 31st for the Jaguars. And as far as I know, there's nothing to shout out about the Jags, the Titans, the Colts, or the Texans, any damn team in football other than the team that has the defending Super Bowl champion quarterback. That's the only team that I'm comfortable saying anything definitively about is they're probably going to be really, really damn good. Um, so let's get to a weekend bounce back. Who needs to bounce back most in sports this week? We'll talk about it together. On Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch, we will discuss at length. Torrance Loki Morrison says, Jags, what the hell? Boot that guy. Dre Wilson says, hell no, you're in a Titans chat. No, no, no. I mean, well, yes, this is a show that primarily primarily, uh, focuses around the Tennessee Titans because it's my job to talk about the Titans as a reporter, but uh, I'm I'm not interested in kicking anybody out of the chat. So if you guys uh, can't make peace amongst your amongst yourselves, that's for you. I'll, I'll leave the politics of the chat uh, for you guys to figure out. Uh, but I'm not in the business of kicking anybody out of here. I don't, I don't care if you're a Jags fan, Titans fan, Colts fan, Niners fan, Packers fan, whatever. As long as you're in the chat and you're making the numbers look good in my, on my show, then I'm happy to see it. it makes me happy. Uh, B. Francis Buck, if you could get the sponsors you wanted in life. Who would you give everything? Who would give you everything for free? What company, what three companies would you pick? Oh, that's a good question. I'm very happy with everybody that I have now. I get a lot of stuff. I get a lot of stuff for free, fortunately. It's the one of the perks of doing my job. Um, but that's not an interesting topic. Uh, so we'll uh, we'll keep it moving with a weekend bounce back. Who needs to bounce back most in sports this week? Let's talk about it together. Facebook, YouTube. Twitter and on Twitch. Uh, Buck, you're a slave to the green greenback. Jesus, this is a Titans chat. Well, like, like I said, it is, there's a lot of, there's a lot of Titans fans in the chat. If you would like to declare it a Titans chat, you are welcome to do so. I do work for A to Z sports Nashville. Obviously we talk a lot about the Titans, but uh, I'm not, like I said, I'm not in the business of turning away any and all people that are willing to click on this show. Uh, so unless you're, unless you're, you know, obviously a scumbag and then we don't want you here, but we can bounce back. Who needs to bounce back most in sports, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch. We'll talk about it together. Uh, let's see. Um, inner Miami and Messi says Karen O'Keefe. They need to bounce back. Yes. A zero zero draw at the hands of Nashville SC at Miami. Uh, the first time that they have been held scoreless with Lionel Messi on the roster, a really, really impressive result for Nashville and uh, Miami could certainly use a bounce back. Uh, Stephen King says uh, Taylor Lewan needs to bounce back from making out with little, little fat 
a sane men? I don't know what that means. Is Taylor is Taylor making out with men? That's well, he had that whole uh, Jeffrey Star situation, and I know there was rumors, TMZ rumors, about Jeffrey Star and Taylor Lewan being in a relationship. Um, but to the best of my knowledge, Taylor is in Canada with his wife and children. So unless uh, you know he's been making out with uh, little fat Canadian men, I don't know uh, what you're talking about. But you know, uh, Taylor could probably use a bounce back anyway. Uh, XD Gamer says, um, Buck, do you have any weekend segments on 104.5 The Zone? I mean, yeah, we do Sunday pregame show for two hours before the Titans kick off every Sunday. Um, but other than that, I work enough on, <laughs> you know, weekend show too. I've got four shows that I host on a regular basis. This, a radio show, and two podcasts a week, plus whatever I'm writing for A to Z Sports.com. The fact that you guys want me working more is insane. I love you for that, but no, no. <laughs> Even I can't find any more microphones to talk into, even as they continue to offer me microphones to talk into. Sometimes it's okay to say no. And I'm fortunate that I can say say, uh, say no to some things from time to time. Uh, Steven Snyder says, stay away from Nissan Stadium this weekend or you will be blamed for whoever loses. Not worth it. I'm not going to the vault game. Uh, I, I, be honest, uh, I thought about it. I thought about getting myself credentialed. Um, I actually, I, I would have, I would have gone had I remembered to submit my credential on time. I missed the deadline to submit my credential. So if, if I'd, uh, you know, gotten my, my parking and my press pass and could sit in the air conditioning and watch the, the Tennessee game, then I would have gone for a quarter or two, but, uh, I forgot to submit my credential on time. My, so I will, uh, I'm not going to go, I'm going to go watch it at a bar instead. I would rather do that. To be honest with you, I am going to spend every, literally not every other weekend, but they, I mean, almost every other weekend at Nissan stadium for the next like four or five months. So I don't need to spend my, my last weekend off, uh, at Nissan stadium. I'm good. I'll watch the Tennessee game at a bar with some friends. Uh, that's going to do it for us tonight. Oh no. Who needs to bounce back? I forgot to give you my bounce back candidate. The Houston Cougars need to bounce back. The city of Houston needs to bounce back because their, uh, local NFL team couldn't get the Oilers throwbacks. But their college team is sure as hell trying to and plans to wear Oilers throwbacks on Saturday night. Houston Cougars wearing Houston Oilers throwbacks. So come hell or high water, the city of Houston is going to get these damn throwbacks. The baby blue with the red face masks, the white helmets, white gloves, white pants, right? That's what the Houston Cougars are going to wear uh, Saturday, this Saturday versus UTSA. So it's paying tribute to the city of Houston's football history and the Oilers. <laughs> Paying tribute. Okay. Grift. <laughs> Houston can do this. I suppose it's essentially a parody of the Oilers uniforms. <laughs> but it's a tribute, not a parody. They're not they're not selling parody. They're selling tribute. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you did it, Houston. I did. Congratulations. I did. So that's from the radio show today. Uh, yes, the Houston Cougars plan to wear Oilers throwbacks on Saturday, and there's nothing that's going to stop them, uh, not like the Houston Texans. So the city of Houston can finally get some Oilers throwbacks. Um, let's see. Houston just let it go, says Craig Baxter. Stephen King says, Buck, you butchered trying to say a sane? Oh, are you, you mean Asian? Well, you guys keep spelling it wrong if that's what you're trying to. <laughs> no, I'm not saying it wrong. You're spelling it wrong. My God, I love you all to death. But just, you have the entire, you're literally, 
you are literally on a device if you are watching the show that has the entirety of the internet and spell check and dictionaries at your disposal. And I can't rely on, on a handful of you to spell Asian correctly. Stop. <laughs> Thank God it's the last primetime show of the week. I love you guys. I, uh, I hope you have a great weekend. No show Sunday night. It's Labor Day weekend. I am going to do the radio show on Monday. Typically, I'd take Labor Day off, but since Tennessee plays here in Nashville, we'll do the radio show uh, live on Monday on Labor Day. So if you're driving around, we'll be on from 10 to 1 on 104.5 The Zone. We'll be on tomorrow. We're going to have, uh, uh, we're going to have Coach Dave McGinnis uh, on the radio show, and we will also – oh, we're going to have the voice of uh, the Virginia Cavaliers, the Vols opponent this weekend. John Freeman is going to be on the radio show. He's in town for the game, obviously. He's a friend of Lucas's, and he was kind enough to come in studio with us tomorrow. So we'll look forward to having both of those things, talking balls and Titans from 10 to 1. Have a great rest of your evening. Have a great weekend, and I will talk to you tomorrow from 10 to 1 on the radio show. Eric says, is it on YouTube? Yes, 104.5 The Zone's YouTube channel, where you can get my radio show five days a week and also the podcast that I do with Greg Cosell. Have a great weekend, guys, and I will talk to you Monday night. Well, are you surprised to hear that? <laughs> Certainly not. The first year we took it to the limit. And I was in Miami with my new beach house. Well, it was a couple minutes from the beach. It's been 20 years since then. We haven't been too strong in the last few years. Oh, we've been strong. We're just playing by the rules. You can't have a newcomer come in and steal a show.